This is the Hot Cakes and Hot Takes podcast. On today's episode, we recap the week seven games on Sunday. Let's get it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Hot Cakes and Hot Takes. I'm AJ, and alongside me today, no Kiwi, no Bowley, just Bozinski. Hi, and I would like to uh, correct myself on Sunday and the Thursday night game from the intro, so I do apologize. Uh, it's okay. I mean, you knew what- to be fair, that Thursday night game, I mean, we might as well just hop right into well, it. Pretty awful game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no Baker, no Chubb, no Hunt. I think Odell and Jarvis played, but I think they both, like, left a little bit during the game for some time with injuries. Yeah. Yep. I mean, but the obvious story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to yeah. say it, too. The only story is Darius yeah. Johnson. Wonderful. The earnest. The earnest had a day. He earned it. You know, he earned his spot <laughs> on the on the <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously awesome day, 22 carries, 146 yards and a touchdown, um, you know, had a couple of catches too. So he was obviously the, you know, the engine for this team. Um, I, when we picked our games, um, you know, for the week from last week, we had picked this one. I had picked the Browns, not really kind of having any idea, but I still did think that they were going to make it a concerted effort to run the football and, I'm not certainly going to say that Chubb or Hunt are system running backs, but with the offensive line that the Browns have, I'm not saying you could put anybody behind the line and to take away from what Johnson did, but this is kind of what I was expecting. You know, they were going to impose their will. They're good enough, <clears throat> excuse me, they're good enough to do that. And, um, you know, you could see it. You know, they were going to play big boy football. They were going to man up. They were going to out muscle, and that's what they did. And huge day, and, you know, that propelled them to a win. I mean, Real low scoring. If I don't, I'm pretty sure the under hit. So I mean, I don't know what you were thinking. Oh, if yeah. the over. So I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the Browns only put up 17 points, but if I'm a Broncos fan, my defense looks shitty. I mean, you know, you're touted Vic Fangio. You're supposed to have this great defense. You know, Case Keenum though played well, 200 yards, did what he had to do. And, I mean, you let the Ernest Johnson run for 146 and a touchdown on you. I mean, bad day for running backs, I think, because of this guy. I mean, what, he ran a 4-8-40. That's all, you, that's all everyone talked about. Ran a 4-8-40. He was literally on a fishing boat a couple years ago. Comes in and puts up 150 yards on the ground against what's supposed to be a great defense. I mean, shout out to that O-line. Did a wonderful job. But bad day for running backs. Bad day if you're a Broncos fan because – yeah, this team looks pretty, pretty bad. And I'm starting to – Teddy didn't look good either. Teddy had a rough I mean, game. Teddy didn't do great in the first half. He played better in the second. Um, you yeah. know, got his feet under him. And maybe it's because they needed to throw. You know, they kind of got into a, got into a rhythm, you know, maybe going with a little bit more pace. But, I mean, you could see that it, probably the game dictated it. But, again – a total of 12 runs from your two running backs is never going to be yeah. in your favor unless if you're the Buffalo Bills. 
So you need to be more efficient with your running because, I, I mean, Javante Williams had five yards per carry. So, I mean, you know, whatever he was doing when he was in there worked. So you needed to get that going. And, and you needed to try to do that just to help Teddy out. You know, again, I know you guys have made fun of me before saying, well, I mean, if your offensive line's working and you're running the ball well, the quarterback's going to do well. But, I mean, it's not an incorrect statement. You need to run the ball to help out your quarterback. Mm-hmm. If the defense knows you're passing every play, it's going to be hard to pass. So um, it's not a great not a great game. I don't think this is that surprising to anybody. You know, the numbers were three and nobody team. So here they are now at three and four. Yeah. Yep. And Browns get a big win with a lot of their stars out on Thursday night. You no, know, good game. Or not really a good game. I guess kind of a slow game, but you know, good game if you're a Browns fan. You take you take those W's when you oh, can yeah. get them. Yeah, you but, do not you do not look back. You take it yep. and you go next week because that that is all it's all you can do in these games. Yep. Well, let's move on to the Sunday games and we'll get this one out of the way. Uh, the New York Giants and the Carolina Panthers. Oh, Another team that started three and zero looked pretty rough. Again, Sam Darnold has flashes where he looks good, but I'm starting to think you know there's more going on than just him. There's more going wrong with that offense than just him. Again. Robbie Anderson, just get him off the field. That guy can't catch a ball to save his life. It's unbelievable. And, I mean, even, like, their backup comes in. P.J. Walker, Darnold gets benched. You know, has has, has a rough, you know, again, you know, no help from the O-line. Again, D.J. Moore is the only guy he can throw the ball to. But P.J. Walker comes in and goes three for 14. I mean, <laughs> not any better. Under pressure. So, I mean, Darnold's going to – it's his job. There's – P.J. Walker didn't do anything to, you know, to deserve a starting spot next week. It's going to be Darnold's job again. Just at the offensive – I mean, Joe Judge comes out. We're going to run the ball, he says. All right, 12 carries for 28 yards from Chuba Hubbard. That's not going to help anything. I mean, they need to get Christian McCaffrey back. When McCaffrey was in, that offense looked good. And, it, it, I mean, just without him, it's it's – Sam Darnold's just running for his life out there. He, with this lousy offensive line, Christian McCaffrey could help make a lousy offensive line look pretty good with his moves. But, yeah, this Panther team's in trouble. Uh, nice win by the Giants. Did what they had to do. No Saquon, no Shepard, no Galladay. But, you know, they found a way to get the job done. Well, yeah, how would you feel about this game, Zinke? Well, I mean, you kind of nailed most of it. I will say this is a game in which – uh, it was a tough matchup, I would say, for the uh, the Panthers. I think what helped a lot in the beginning was not even necessarily that they ran the ball that well, because I don't think Christian McCaffrey, he might have had one game over 100 yards rushing, but he never really did anything great. A lot of the things he did were through the air, which is, you know, again, not, well, not yeah, anything new. Yeah. But it's the threat of running. Now, Jim yeah. Roberts been decent in the games he's played. In this game, it wasn't great. But, again, they had... I think a total of what 15 rushes from their from their uh, running backs. That's not the recipe for success. Again, you need to at least have the imminent threat that you're going to run the ball to help your quarterbacks out. And the Giants are a great run defense team, so I just think in this one it was a bit of a mismatch going in. Now to to say that Sam Darnold was going to finish for a, with 111 yards and no touchdowns and a pick and then get benched, I didn't think that was going to happen. So. 
I'm not going to say you're not wrong. The, the offensive line is not doing him any favors. But again, it's one of those things where you sell out to, to stop the run in the beginning of the game, like the Giants did. Then they start to become one-dimensional. And any defense can play pretty solid if they know what's coming. And with a defensive front like the Giants have, that's going to be a problem for many teams. If they can get them into a passing situation, you know, come from behind having to throw the ball, it's going to be tough. So I'll give the Giants credit there. Um, but, yeah, you can't expect to win a football game by only getting 111 yards passing from your starting quarterback. Yeah. And, yeah, it is a problem. If you can only throw it to one guy, again, easy to defend. If we know it's only going to DJ Moore, we'll put two guys on. Yeah. Doesn't, and then it's tough to get him to do anything. I guess I'm still confused. I'm trying to figure out this intentional call and intentional grounding. Oh, okay. Cause I don't know. Um, who, I'm not sure. Yeah. The intentional grounding in the safety. Cause it looks like he's getting pushed backwards. Well, he is, but the so, thing is it doesn't matter about that. Unless if it's, okay. unless if he's like, like starting his motion and then he gets hit mid like throw, would they say that it's not, but I mean, they called that intentional grounding against whoever against the Packers. I think it was Goff. Goff got his arm hit while he was throwing it, and they called intentional grounding, and that was yeah. the, the wrong call. Um, but what I had said initially was Chuba Hubbard was blocking. He was sitting right there, and I think what oh, yeah. was trying to throw it to the ground there. But regardless, he was obviously in between the tackles. It didn't go to anybody. It was very apparent. So I'm not super upset with that call, but it – yeah, no, I just I was just trying to understand the yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, good. You were totally, yeah. Was, yeah, one thing I did I was going to mention I did forget for a moment, but I have remembered now. Uh, Daniel Jones, they traded away Odell because they already have Odell. You see that catch by Daniel Jones today? One hand, he reached oh, back. That's right. He, yeah, they don't need <laughs> Odell because they're back and do it too. That's what I was gonna say. Dan, Daniel Jones can catch better than Robbie Anderson. <laughs> he can catch and he can pass. To quote yeah. Friday night. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. That was a good good catch. But Absolutely. yeah, we can move on to this game. He's the most athletic quarterback in the league. Maybe. He, maybe. He's fast. Maybe. Oh, we've already seen yep. Catch yep. Maybe. Yep. Yep. We'll see. I just think this this Giants team has to get healthy, especially on offense. Once they get healthy, I think they can they can do some damage. But they're just battling so many injuries right now. It's going to be tough for them. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, that's enough for this game. Uh, we'll go to the next game where we'll spend probably less time on <laughs> the other games, the Patriots and the Jets. Again, not much here. Patriots just dominating again. Big news. Zach Wilson gets hurt. Knee injury. Mike Wilson comes in, throws two picks, does throw a touchdown. But, yeah, this game was basically done at halftime. Damian Harris had a day. Brian Hoyer had a day. I'm sorry, Mac Jones had a day. Read the wrong name. Kendrick Bourne threw a touchdown. This was just all Patriots all day. Yeah, I mean, this is just a, a, a not bad team going up against a bad team that got worse when they're starting, you know, rookie quarterback gets hurt. And – you know, again, the score dictated, you know, the play calling here. I'm not going to say the running was the problem. Everything was the problem with the Jets. They couldn't tackle. They, you know, couldn't play defense. Not going to throw the ball well. I mean, Mike White came in and did okay. But, you know, not – I don't expect much from a man named Mike White. So, 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect much fair. from the Jets anyway, but when he came in, you know, not not much better. I mean, through a touchdown, but yeah. we'll just have to, you know, keep an eye on you know Zach Wilson to see how serious it is because I think he's getting an MRI tomorrow. Yep. So, yep, that'll be interesting. All right, we can move on probably to one of the biggest shocks of the day: the Tennessee Titans. Beating the Chiefs 27 to 3. Zaki, can I be worried about the Chiefs now? Absolutely. Now is the time to worry because here's <laughs> the thing. This is this going into this game, the Titans, you know, statistically have been one of the worst defenses in the entire, you know, league. And especially for a team that has a high-powered offense. Now, they weren't necessarily operating at full go. I mean, I know Tyreek Hill's been battling a few injuries. Um, I think, you know, Travis Kelsey was kind of banged up a little bit after last week's game. Um, it th- There are some things that doesn't, you know, bode well for the Chiefs. But at the end of the day, you still have, you know, a Super Bowl MVP, league MVP, Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, the things that he's done, he needs to not – you can't have a game like this if you're Patrick Mahomes. And, again, he threw another pick for, I think, his sixth straight game. He's thrown 16 picks in his last 16 games. Um, in general, I kept saying, you know, don't worry, they're going to be fine. He won, then left. You know, he got a knee to the face. It's not probably going to be too long. Yeah. He might be out next week. Um, you know, it's probably a concussion. You know, it just depends when he clears the, the protocol there. But, I mean, they don't have Clyde Edwards-Alaire right now, and I think that's hurting now a little bit more than they may have thought uh, to start. And... You know, again, if you can stop the run, because they only had five runs from their running back in this game. Again, the score dictated the play calling, so they had to kind of abandon it. But any quarterback, doesn't matter if it's Patrick Mahomes, you need that help in the run game. And if you can sell out against the pass because you know it's coming, it's going to be harder to be successful. And that's what Patrick Mahomes has been doing. He's used to making these crazy plays, and I'm not saying – you know, he can't try every now and then, but the throw that he made that, that ended up being a it was for him. It was in between two guys, and he was trying to fit it in to the So this is just concerning from the fact that his decision-making now is not changing, even though you can see it needs to. So he'll be fine. He's going to be good. He's going to get back. All of a sudden, he'll start doing the things that Patrick Mahomes does, but Teams are starting to figure it out a little bit, and it's not good. The defense obviously is terrible, and if if the offense has a dud like they did today, you need a semblance of something on the other side of the ball to keep you in it, and they did not, and it got out of hand fast. Yep, Yep, I I would agree. I mean, we were kind of waiting for the Ryan Tannehill day, too, because I think you summed up the Chiefs very good. You know, it's kind kind of in trouble. But Ryan Tannehill, 21 for 27. You know, A.J. Brown, welcome to the NFL in 2021. 133 yards and a touchdown. Finally had his big breakout game that we were all waiting for. Uh, but, yeah, Derrick Henry, again, you know, solid. 30 carries again, 86 yards. And, you know, Titans, this was just a Titans game, you know. Run the ball. Make it easy for Ryan Tannehill to complete passes. A.J. Brown have a day. And, you know, that's what the Titans are hoping for this year. And, Titans are bouncing back after a shaky start to the season, which is nice to see. But yeah, the Chiefs, you know, they're 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 in a little bit of trouble with how the Chargers and how the Raiders are playing. Uh, and they're going to be in a dogfight for even making a wild card spot, is what it looks like. 
Yeah, I that I can agree with now. Like I said, I thought for sure, you know, they had some, you know, like this game, even though they were in Tennessee, I just figured it's, you know, still a bad defense. These are the kind of teams that, you know, the Chiefs generally feast on. And they didn't. And they came out flat and it didn't look good at all. So we'll see what they, you know, one, if Patrick Mahomes is healthy, we'll see what happens with him. But yep. uh, they obviously need to get better in a lot of areas. Yep. All right, move on from that game, and we'll go to the Green Bay Packers. Another, another win. So I'm gonna call it another win. It was a <laughs> interesting victory, you know. In 24 to 10, I was gonna say, you know, it, they keep winning. So I, I mean, I don't like the way they're playing. The offense, you know, it's okay. They're moving the ball. Their defense, still, I'm not a fan of. Looks shaky, but they're finding a way to get the job done. And that's all that counts. They're six and one. Doesn't feel like a six and one team, but they're getting the job done. I have some questions because I had yeah. voiced some grievances at my parents when I was watching this game. Specifically, the the drive in which um, they the, the they being the Washington football team scored twice, in my opinion, and not got neither of them. So one on that dive, you know, head first from Heineke. Do you yep. think that he was that they should have called him down there? I didn't see the replay. I just listened to it on the radio. So I, I didn't. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch the highlights for this one yet. I'll try to explain it as best I can. You know, without having a visual, he's running to his right. I, I mean, I yep. will say. The thing that goes against him immediately is he didn't have to. He was going to run right in. He didn't have to fall at all. But as a quarterback, you're taking your, you know, you're trying to be safe. You're not trying to take too many chances. But he kind of like fell over. But you know, obviously, mm -hmm. if he dives at first, you don't count him down where he goes down. But if he starts to slide, give himself up feet first, they go to where he starts to slide. He, you know, so by definition, I guess, what is, you know, diving head first? Your head has to be going first, right? Yeah. If you look at that replay, his head is going forward first. Now, it looks like he's kind of being a bitch about it, and he's kind of falling down. But he eventually goes across the line. His knee was down, and the ball was not on the other side of the goal line. But then when he fell down, he was in. To me, that should be a touchdown. I mean, he's going forward. He's obviously not giving himself up at the one. He just doesn't want to take a hit. So he's diving into the end zone. Even if they they rule it, they rule him down. It's fourth. He dies, or he, you know, it's a quarterback sneak. Try to go in, it knock it out of his hand. First of all, so when he starts to dive, it knocks it out of his hand, and loses it. It's literally sitting. You can see it. It's in the possession of nobody. It's sitting on top of like a linebacker almost. He then picks it up. And then he kind of gets hit, but he reaches over. It's very clear that the ball is over. They called him down. And I don't know in what world that he was down. There's no way his <laughs> knees were down. How can you then also say that his forward progress was stopped when nobody has possession of the football? So when he gets repossession of the football, you can't all of a sudden just say he's, his progress is going nowhere because he never even had it. But he grabs it, puts it across the goal line, they said he's down. Give it to the Packers. I, I have no idea how then the hell that could have been called anything else other than a touchdown. 
And they didn't. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I think I looked at it, but they they still said he was. You know, I don't. I didn't really yeah, hear they, the explanation. I'll be honest. I was yelling. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck is that not a touchdown? I have no idea. But those so the only calls, thing is for the the scramble. The quarterbacks can't have their cake and eat it too. So it doesn't matter if he's giving, if he's falling down at the two, if he's doing that. At, like, the 50-yard line. I mean, if he gets hit on that play, it's going to be a flag on the Packers. You know, late hit, roughing the pass. Yeah. kind of see it because I've seen yep. guys, you know, because apparently they just don't know how to slide in any situation. So, yep. like I said, I can see that. But then, then you can't say that you have to change the definition of a head first. Like, what is a head first? Yeah. Because his head was yep. first. I mean, it wasn't yeah. pronounced. You know, but his his head was the furthest thing going forward. Yes, like I said, the knee went down. The ball was not over the plot or the plane. But like, what else? Again, what else do you think he's doing? You know, we're going back to like what yeah. you know. What is a catch? We know that he catches it. Yep. You know, a bar, you know a person in a bar can see he's catching it, but just because he didn't, you know, he hit the ground and then he lost it, and now it's not a catch, which is has been better. I was going to mention that later, but but yeah. Everybody knows he's going for the touchdown. Nobody's he's not giving himself up at the two. Why do we have to why is this so hard? He's easily going in. He's not giving himself up at the one. I think it's third down. Why would he give himself up at the one when he's there, you know, it's green in front of him. He just wants to dive in. He doesn't want to get hit at all. Because if he stands up, I'm not saying he would have been hit, but it's possibly could have. So he's just trying to protect himself and he's trying to dive. Isn't this all yeah. what we're all about? Trying to be players. So the only thing I just watched the highlight, Darnell Savage is making a beeline for him. Right. That's the so only what? thing. Is that's the only thing? It's it looks like he's giving himself up. Then that, no, that only helps my case because he doesn't want to get hit. So he's diving for the pylon. He knows he's yeah, I, he why he, why is he he's giving himself, himself up though? Not at the one. I mean, I that's know. not. He's trying to dive, but he doesn't want to take a hit. And then, like any other person, like if that was a running back and he dove in like that, they would have given him a touchdown because even though his knee was down, he didn't – nobody touched him. So why does that now just get thrown up because it's a quarterback? That's what I'm saying. He's not trying to yeah. go down. He's trying to avoid a hit, yes, but he's not giving himself up at the one. He's just going lower to get the touchdown so he doesn't get hit. It, to me, it's a no-brainer, and it's, this is just another issue where it's a micromanagement. And I just I hate it. I don't think they would have won anyway. But I just it's absolutely asinine, and I just can't stand it. But that that's just me, you know. I, I don't care. It would have been any case. It would just not just because this is a Packer game. If I'd have saw that for any team, I would have said the same thing. It's stupid. That's a touchdown every time. It should be. Obviously, wasn't. <laughs> so the fourth down play. They just said the the play stands is called. So I don't right. really give an explanation. I could give that too because yeah, like at that point you don't really know. Yeah. But if you watch that, I don't know if they showed the the zoom. Yeah, I just saw it. Yeah, there's no way a knee is down. He's not that tall. Like no. he's standing on top of a pile. So I don't know where they said that he was down or that forward so, progress has stopped. Clearly recovered. He clearly had it in his yeah. hands. It's over the goal line. I just don't. I don't understand. It. They must have. They must have had the play. Must have stopped, and then, but they didn't see the ball was fumbled. So once they stopped, the play stopped dead. They have to stop it dead there. 
You can huh? see it clearly in the replay that the ball was fumbled. You can. You can, but up. once the whistle blows, the play's done. Once the whistle blows, the play's done. No, so if no, no, the play was not blown dead off before the initial fumble because it wasn't like a like a big scramble. He was trying to go forward, and immediately the ball came out. There's no way the play was blown dead. There's no way. And if they did, that's terrible because that literally left like maybe even like a second before they would have they would have given him one second before they stopped his progress. Yeah, and that's insane. no, that's weird. There's no way. So, like I said, it is what it is. I still don't think they would have won. Things would have been different. You know, Packers yeah. would have done a few things. But you get a touchdown there. You're only down by seven. But Zinke, instead of you can't you can't move a fumble forward. That's the rule. You can't no, no, no. move a fumble. Somebody else. If it's your own you fumble, can't advance you it. Wait. Fumble. Yes, you can. If if the player that fumbles picks it up, he can. Nobody else can. That is that is a hundred percent. And he. I, I don't understand. So, like I said, I just that whole sequence blew my mind. And then they almost gave the Packers a fumble that Darnell Savage clearly rolled over and went out his backside. Ah, all right. New rule: there in American football, the offense cannot advance the ball if it recovers its own fumble on fourth down. That's in the there rules. Was, wait, that that, that was fourth down and goal. It makes no sense. Uh, you, it can because then teams can just, you know, fumble the ball. If they're about to get sacked on fourth down, right? You, I, I would look into that because I know if the guy that fumbled it picked it up, he can. Because if he what, – what other advantage would a person have to just fumble, yeah. kick it forward, and it will pick up their own ball? If they would only I mean, fumble it. faster than the defender, right? No, if they're getting tackled. If you're faster than whoever is – but if you're faster, what do you need to I fumble? Mean, it? Just run past him. You don't need to fumble it. I mean, you, you, you could do something squirrely. You could do something squirrely. No, no, no. That's like I said, yeah, on fourth the- down, you can't advance your own fumble. That's, I don't that's, know why. that's specifically that's, in the rules. That's a rule. That's the dumbest rule the NFL has. That's absolutely there stupid. Then what the hell? If, if somebody fumbles it on fourth down, just stop playing. Fuck it. It's over yep. then. Play's dead. Yep. The other team gets it. Yep. That's that's yep. ass. Not, that's actual. If that's an actual rule, that's stupid. Apparently, yeah. I just Googled it, yeah. And wow. Yep. Okay. Found a new dumb rule for the NFL. There you go. Yep. Now you know why. You can't have to hit a fumble on fourth down. Or I think there's another something else too. In overtime. I think it's in overtime too. Dumb. Like dumb. all of overtime. Yeah, yeah, so they just if you fumble, just blow blow. Blow it dead, because then then it's player yep. safety. Guys are going to start diving for the football. They're going to hurt each other. So just yep. blow it dead. Anytime a fumble, let it go. Insane. But yeah, if that was third down, that's a touchdown. <laughs> that's what's dumb. I'm pretty sure if that play happens on third down, that's a touchdown. What does it matter? That's stupid. Unbelievable. Yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh we all learned something here today, though. <laughs> but, yep. Win for the Packers. We can move on. Six and one. Pretty crazy. Doesn't feel like a six and one ball club, but I'll take it. Move on to the Atlanta Falcons and the Miami Dolphins. And this is the Kyle Pitts game. Go ahead and say that one. Because he had a good game. Monster game. Yep. Monster game today. 163 yards, making one-handed catches. Two big catches in the last drive to set up the game-winning field goal. Matt Ryan looked pretty good, throwing for 336. 
On the other side of the ball, though, can't knock two up, four touchdowns. Yes, his picks were pretty bad again today, but he was moving the ball. He gave his team a chance to win, and, you know, his defense just kind of let him down. How do you feel about this one? Well, I'll say this. And, and on the Falcons' side, um, this is what I was hoping to see from the Falcons, but I don't know if they've had a game maybe the first week. Uh, but, again, also Kyle Pitts' first game in the NFL. But this is if – if not for the first week, this is the first game that they've had their top three targets, uh, you know, all playing in the same game. You know, Calvin yep. Ridley, Russell Gage, Kyle Pitts. Those are their top three, no, no question. And to have them all in the game, that is a huge, you know, bonus for um, Kyle Pitts because now you can't just focus on him. And for at least a week, maybe it was two, both Russell Gage and uh, Calvin Ridley were out. So, of course, they're going to try to yeah. focus more on him. So having them yep. in there is going to open that up. They're going to give him more opportunity. And it doesn't hurt because Gage and Ridley both got touchdowns in this game. So, like I said, you know, huge, huge benefit for the Falcons to have those guys back uh, just so that way they can open up the passes to their other guys. Um, but, yes, Tua had a decent game, but also – you, know, you said you know, you can't you know really fault them. The picks were bad, but they were almost they were almost only down that bad. You know, for them to come back because of those picks, they were not good. They were bad throws, um, not ideal. And I think that's where you're hearing all of this, you know, rumors of um, Deshaun Watson going to the the Dolphins because they see that Tua is not necessarily progressing at a fast enough rate. I think he's much better than he showed last year, but they just yeah. want that elite level quarterback right away because they have a lot of good pieces on defense. Granted, their defense hasn't shown out this year like they did last year. So maybe a few issues to take care of, but they want that top tier quarterback. And, and you know, they know that that's Deshaun Watson, but we'll see if that happens because again, as they were even saying, I think on the broadcast uh, for the Texan game, um, nobody knows how this legal battle is going to end and when it's yeah, going to exactly. end. And if you trade and it ends terribly, you've just wasted a ton of ton of assets just to get a guy that never plays for you. And you're killing your confidence or the confidence of your rookie quarter. Well, second year quarterback that you drafted at five or whatever he was. So it, there's a lot, you know, a lot of, you know, ground here that they have to tread lightly on because if they pull this trigger, there's no going back. And I don't know what the Dolphins are trying to do, especially now at one and six. Their playoff chances are almost gone. Yeah, gone. Yep. Yeah. So it's what do you do? And you've all, you know, you had all those picks, all those assets from a few years ago that you've already used, and you're going backwards. So this is an interesting yeah. spot for the Dolphins. Dilemma. Right. Yep. Because you don't know which way you want to go. Are you going to continue to build for the future? Or or is two already just not the guy? And do you have to get another one? So not ideal if you're a Dolphin fan. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, another loss for them. Not looking good. Matt Ryan gets a big W for the Falcons. And they're an interesting team to watch, too, because they could, you know, upset a couple teams going forward here. But yep. let's move on to another team that's surprising people. Cincinnati Bengals. Are they for real, Zinky? Get the W, 41 to 17. You never answered my question. Well, I figured we were, you know, going to do this podcast. So I was going to save my insight for this. But, um, yeah, I mean, for all intents and purposes, from what we've seen from the Bengals this year, 
their two losses, um, one of them was against Packers. Very easily could have won. <laughs> we all know that game. Yep. You know, very yep. easily could be six and one. And the other one was against the Bears. And I think that was week two. Um, kind of early. Ugly game. The defense showed out. The Bears obviously always have a good defense. So, you know, they just got to Joe Burrow in that game and you know they roughed him up a little bit. And that, obviously that's going to be the key for any team against the Bengals. Um, but if you let him throw and you give him time, this is exactly what's going to happen. 416 yards, three touchdowns. Obviously, Jamar Chase had a huge game, 201 yards and a touchdown. Um, and this is exactly why they picked Jamar Chase and not Penny Sewell in the draft, because the ability to have a playmaker on your team is almost more important than having an offensive line. Now, I say almost more important. Obviously, I'm not saying it is. I know the Vikings need protection in order to help them. So everybody needs protection, but you know the the Bengals in general were young across the board. They don't have too many old players, so their offensive line is getting better. They're still not necessarily top tier, you know, maybe middle of the pack, almost getting there. But if you can at least play cohesively along the you know the offensive front, you can give your quarterback time to make plays like he did. And obviously, they even open up the you know some holes for the running back Mixon. And P. Ryan, both 50-plus with a touchdown. You know, there's just so many weapons now that it's hard to defend against the Bengals because you don't know who they're going to throw to. And if you try to take away one guy, they've got another one to replace him. Um, and yep. they made a lot of additions in the offseason to their defense, um, you know, namely um, uh, Trey Henderson, who's been a big help in the pass rush. Uh, they got yep. – Trey Waynes now, who has actually played for them for the first time um, since they signed him, you know, from the from the Vikings and free agency. So they've gotten a lot of new pieces on that defense. They're not top tier, but they're good enough to give Joe Burrow and that offense, you know, like the reins to take control of a football game and win them games against good teams like the Ravens. Yeah, no, I thought, you know, remember last year, Joe Burrow just had his worst game of his career playing against his Ravens defense. And Came back with a vengeance today, 416 yards. And, yeah, you summed it up pretty well that, you know, this Bengal team's looking good. Their defense is, you know, solid. I don't say they're a great unit, but solid. I think Lamar Jackson got hurt in this game. I saw Tyler Huntley had to came in, unless if he came in because they are getting blown out. But I don't Might know have been a why he sure, – Yeah. Sure he wasn't feeling super, you know, fresh, but it was yeah. also – I mean, it was – I think they were up 17-14, and then I think they just got outscored from there. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, rough game for the Ravens. Big win for the Bengals. Looking really good. That AFC North is going to be, you know, the Steelers are turning it around a bit, I guess. And so it'll be a fun in the Browns. You know, they win four and three. That's going to be a fun division to watch the rest of the way. But we will move on to the afternoon games, and we'll start with the revenge game for both quarterbacks, the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams win this one, and God damn it, I think Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford are having butt sex. That's the only way to describe this. <laughs> this is <laughs> the only way to describe this. This this is blasphemy. The the amount of targets that Cooper Cup is getting every week. It's gotta Maybe be butt this, stuff. <laughs> this is all the Lions needed. This is all they needed when they had Matt Stafford. They just needed that that bona fide Cooper stud slot guy. That's just perfect. Huh. You know, the West Welker, the best receivers in the league. (laughs) Calvin's not good enough. (laughs) Big size possession guy. 
Calvin Johnson, big size possession guy. You can only yeah. do so much. If you could just have him dump it off and have, you know, the little small shifty guy just get in and out of players. Maybe that's all they needed. And that's obviously what they're doing in LA and it's working, you know, pretty well considering they're six and one now. So yeah, it, it's, uh, it's pretty marvelous to see Cooper cup just absolutely destroying any team that they play. And, you know, he, I think he may have had one like down game, but he's got nine touchdowns and 800 yards. I think already this year through seven weeks. I mean, that's just bonkers. This guy's, this guy's going to be a first team all pro. He might already be. He's, he's got, you know, some receivers are like just clamoring to get a thousand yards in a season. And and here's this guy with, with almost a thousand through seven weeks. We're not even halfway through yep. and this guy's already there. So, you know, nine touchdowns also. I mean, if you extrapolate these numbers out, he's pushing. He, he'll break the receipt or the touchdown record. Oh, or well, maybe not break it. He'll be, he'll be getting there. Cause like I said, seven games. So if he goes through 14 games, I'll have 18 touchdowns, two games left to get five more, but you know, he's on pace for damn near 2000 yards and 20 touchdowns. So pretty, pretty crazy overall the season he's had. And I, I will say this, give credit to the Lions. They pulled out all the stops, had two fake yep. punts, had two fake punts, had a couple of trick plays. They were just doing everything they outside could. Outside kick, yeah. Outside kick yeah, after the first score. Yeah, they, they wanted to win. And I respect their effort to do everything they can. I think there was a little extra motivation because of, you know, Jared Goff playing against the Rams. Um, they really wanted it. Uh, but, you know, in the end, the better team usually wins. And in this case, the better team won. That was the Rams. Yep. Yep. Correct. Yep. You know, the close one just came down to the end. And yeah, Goff with two picks. Ramsey had a nice pick in the end zone. But yeah, this was a good game. Fun game to watch. Both teams battled hard. Yep. Like you said, better team won. And the Rams go to six and one. And we'll move on. We'll, we'll do a couple snoozers before the last interesting game. We'll go to the Arizona Cardinals and the Houston Texans, 31-5. to Again, a little scary in the first half with the safety and the field goal. Texans were up 5 Uh The Cardinals then scored 31 unanswered. Kyler Murray looked good. Davis Mills, you know, 23 completions for 135 yards. That's garbage. Couldn't run the ball. Cardinals played well. That basically sums up this game. Better yep, team than this one, big time. Yeah, you know, good good game for the Cardinals. Get a, another win. Big test coming up this Thursday. They are thankfully yeah. at home against the Packers, so they'll, you know, good they didn't overlook, uh, you know, this this game. Not that they, you know, even if they did, they still probably would have won. The Texans are pretty bad, so, um, you know, it, it'll just be fun to see what the Texans decide to do in uh, in the draft because they need help. In a lot of places, and uh, good, you know, good again, good win, good win, get out for the Cardinals. Yep. Move on to the other snoozer this afternoon that was on Fox, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Chicago Bears, thirty-eight to three. Again, Brady six hundred passing touchdowns. But this game was done by halftime when it was 30, 35 to three. Just Fields. No, yep, thirty-five to three in the first half. I turned the game off then and just decided to do something better with my life. This game was well, done. Like 600 passing touchdowns and, you know, in the first half. And I'm like, holy shit, they had, he had 600 in the first half, you say. No. But yeah, yeah. He, he no. beat the 600th pass touchdown in NFL history. Probably the most talked about, I mean, it, as it should be, but not for the right reasons. 
So what happened on that play, they threw oh, it to yeah. Mike. It was his first of three touchdowns, so he had a big day. But, um, you know, he picks it up the ball, goes running into the stands, gives it to some guy. Doesn't know that it's Brady's 600 touchdown. First quarterback to do that in NFL history. So they go out into the stands to go get it from this guy, and he gives it to him. You know, but everybody's wondering, like, wow, like, what do you have to do? Everybody's wondering because they don't know, you know, what this guy said to the guy to get him to give up the ball. But, like, this is this is huge, a monumental football. And they're just wondering, what do you get in exchange for this? Like, what's the ransom, you know? Um, how much money do you have to pay? What, you know, what will it take? Pretty sure the guy just got, uh, um, what did he get? He, get a, he got a, a football and then a signed Mike Evans jersey. Oh. <laughs> So people are debating, is that enough? What what else what else would or should he have gotten from Buccaneers to get this? What what would you ask for if you were the recipient and had the possession or were in possession of the six hundredth pass touchdown? What what would you I, ask for? I would have left the state I would have left the stadium, to be honest. If I knew that was number six hundred, I'm gone. I take that football and I run. And then, and then you can then you then your asking price can probably be a little more, you know. I mean, a lot more. you know, uh, you know, you know, I got it. This is a bad answer, y'all. You young listeners, close your ears. Uh, a nude shot of Giselle. That's what I would want. There you go for six hundred. I think. Were they were not that? So whoever the announcers were were joking around, like you know, either yeah, you know, uh, yeah. uh, like a million dollars or a date with Giselle. You know, they kept it PG yep, there for you the go. Cast, but, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's uh, at, at the very least, if that were me, I would have said, I would like to discuss after the game. I wouldn't have given it up in that moment. I'm not because also, you know, how, how would it be received if you're the guy that told Tom Brady no? If you're the guy that said, nah, you'd be like the villain number one in Tampa. You know, and, and I don't know if you can live with that. That's that's a lot of pressure. So I think I would have just said, I would like to discuss this after the game. Can we meet? And then we'll discuss oh, turns. There you go. That's too quick of a moment. You can't be like, oh, let yeah. me think. This guy's standing here waiting. Everybody's looking at you. So I would have just said, can we speak after the game? I'll go meet you. You know, where can we meet? We'll talk about this in private. Then give, your, yep. give yourself some time to think, you know. Time to think, yeah. Behind the scenes. I wouldn't have yep, given it up that good. Quickly. So yeah, that's pretty quick. But yep, big win for Tampa. Uh, the Bears, you know, Khalil Herbert, second start, hundred yard rushing game against the Tampa Bay defense. Good for him. Justin Fields though, three more interceptions, and yeah, he's gonna have to figure it out. This is the learning curve of a rookie. Yep. But move on to the last game. The Las Vegas Raiders take down the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Raiders are looking good. 33-22. This game was basically done by the third quarter. It was, you know, 30-7. to seven. This game was done. Hurts got some garbage time touchdowns, but, you know, maybe the maybe all the Raiders had to do is get rid of Gruden. They're looking – they're playing really good football now that yeah, Gruden's they, been fired. They've banded together. I, I think, uh, you know, they, they just believe in one another. They have, uh, you know, a lot of – talent on the defensive side of the ball. I think the defense doesn't necessarily get talked about too much uh, for the Raiders. That front. Oh, yeah, that D-line is disgusting. Really good. 
Yeah, and uh, I mean, I think there was even a play that Max Crosby jumped up and over the line and tackled Hurts from a quarterback sneak. It was pretty impressive. Literally just jumped right over and grabbed him, held him back, and pulled him back. I was just, just a freak athletic play. But um, a big thing in this one, though, I don't know the severity of either injury, but Josh Jacobs left with a chest injury and uh, Miles Sanders left with, I believe, an ankle injury. So, you know, interesting, you know, dynamic there obviously um you know the the Raiders were not affected as much but I do think that a little bit um because he did he did exit early uh in this game and they have been more concentrating on trying to run the football so when your number one running back goes out um that's going to change the game plan up a little bit and I think that may have affected him a little bit um up until yeah the the Raiders started to play that prevent kind of soft coverage where you can just dink and dunk down the field and score a few touchdowns. So not a great look for the Eagles, um, but yeah, it's uh, probably going to be a tough year for him anyway, because the Cowboys are really firing on all cylinders. Yep. Yeah. You know, I think they're sitting at last place in their division. I guess I don't know if they played the giants yet. Well, I guess there's a three-way tie for last. Huh? They're all two and five. Yeah. But not ideal. I forgot about it. Yeah. They had the NFC least. Yep. But, From the beast, well, least. Yeah, right. Well, you know, we wrapped up all the games pretty quick. That was a good episode. No bully. Maybe he'll <laughs> be able to join us on Wednesday. Oh, wait, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. There's supposed to be a comma there. I meant no bully. So I have to. I meant it was a good episode. Eat because or, oh, how do I say this? I'm already. Uh, I should say something mean about Bully's grandma now. Insert clip here. <laughs> Even though Bully wasn't here, good episode. But we that's wish you were here. That, that's what I meant. Yeah. Oh. Yep. <laughs> and then you know I love your grandma. That's that's still still holds <laughs> true. He's just that was just haunting him forever. He's gonna be chasing him for a long time. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, I think that's we'll just end it there before I say something else stupid. So until yeah. next time. <laughs> see you then. Bye.